so we, it's my fault. Everything on this goddamn planet is my fault. Oh, clearly. Global warming, <laughs> all that shit. I'll take the I'll take the hit on that. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? You know how I am. I, I mean, <laughs> that's just a normal canned response. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. You might not even be good. You're just saying it. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> yep. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff and I'm back. Apparently, like nobody gives a shit about Jake thoughts. So, I mean, I I see that none of y'all listened. So, if you didn't listen to Jake thoughts, you better not listen to this. You know what? I well, no, listen Turn to that. No, listen to oh, this. Okay, okay. But the ne- but your punishment is next time Jeff misses. TTR oh, and it's going like to be it. a boring ass episode. Well, that's a great place to start because I wanted to recap some of the things you talked about. Okay. Um, I don't want to give too much away because if you didn't listen, shame on you and you need to go back and listen. <laughs> I would not have got out of the car. What? I would have been like, no, no, no I'm up here. I, I mean, you uh, also don't want to get stabbed. For sure. So, <laughs> yeah. but also like... I wish I could have seen that dude's face when he realizes that you are nowhere near where he wants to park. <laughs> and he's annoyed. Annoyed enough to tell you to get out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, do you think I should have told him? I'm like, hey, dude, I'm parked way down there. Yes. Okay. Well, that's my bad then, I suppose. I mean... I, I would have just been like... That would have been my out, though, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get in a car with a stranger, Jacob. To be honest, like, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, but... You were just living on the edge? Dude, back in the... No, but, like, in my mind, that was a worthy parking spot. You're not parking... Oh. Any, you're not parking any closer. That's my next point, dude. At Clark, you always come to campus late. You mm. said to come early? No, 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 no. You come right as the classes change? Oh. Instant spot. Mm. I never... I was either like I was either like fifteen minutes late to class or I was really early. Uh, I mean, you could be early and drive around till the moment class gets out, and then mm-hmm. park and and then go. But great, great story. Um, also, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I didn't know you went on a date with a man. I don't know how I've never heard that story. <laughs> I uh, it was something I think I kind of subconsciously blocked out. Yeah, I ended up telling. That's a beautiful th- story. The first time I told the story was actually to my grandparents at dinner, just by accident, <laughs> and I was just like, uh, because I mean, I don't. I was trying to sound really diplomatic, but yeah, um, I mean, it was it was quite a shock, like. I showed up and like no judgment, like yeah, yeah, no, no, no judgment no. at all. Like the, he was, he was. A, I mean, he look, was a dude, nice it's, enough it's, it's, person. We don't judge sexual orientation in the same way that you being a heterosexual man has no judgment. The fact that you are not attracted to men has no judgment. <laughs> no, but I was just like I showed up and and uh, and dude was in a was in a blouse. Yeah, and like and like hoop earrings. Okay, but wasn't explicitly said that this is a date. No, at any point. No. Then how do you know it was a date? Uh, I mean... Vibes? I, yeah. Date vibes? De- definite vibes. Like, yeah. what gave it away? I you mean, guys holding hands? No. <laughs> what? No, I don't, he, like, wanted... He, like, no, he, like, really, really wanted to buy, like, buy me food. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And I didn't... What a go. gentleman. I, 
Did you? <laughs> no, I bought my own. Food. Okay, okay. No, wow. and it was definite day vibes because the the waitress definitely was acting like oh, it was a day. Oh, like <laughs> when like, the moon hits the sky and starts singing, you guys like and a shit? big pizza pie. That's amore. They set the mood and shit. Got you guys spaghetti. <laughs> Dude, it was at Billigan's Roadhouse. I know. So that's like the... Who chose that? That was the only place that was open. Oh, that's right. You did say that. Yeah. It was okay. the only place that was like FU to Jay Inslee's shutdown order. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it was like... I don't know if you've ever been there in like midday. Where's Have it? you ever ate lunch there? It's Salmon on Creek. Salmon Creek. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've been there midday. I think I've been there one time yeah, ever. Yeah. Like midday, it's like... It's not lit. It's dark. Oh, so the mood was set. It was, uh, yeah, it was an ambiance. What is your gut reaction when you see that you are wickedly underdressed? Oh, for me? Yeah. To that? Yeah. Yeah, because I was wearing, I was in, uh, I was like in cargo shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I was like, I, I mean. I, Which do you wish more? Regardless of the situation. Yeah. Do you wish that he was underdressed with you mm -hmm. or that you were Dressed on the level that he was. Oh, I wish I was dressed on the level. Oh, okay. Not not like dressed for for me, right? right. Which would be like better clothing, right? For sure. You want to dress for the position that you want, not the yeah. one that you. Have. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't hoping to be the guy's the guy's Date. boyfriend. Yeah. But, right. Uh, the yes, but I love it. It I was love just. It. Uh, I love that you just like. That is like. That's a good dude. But also, it's your inability to say no that puts you in these situations. Definitely. But you're not going to say no to like something you think is just hanging out. Mm -hmm. Would you say no if he asked you out on a date? Yes. Would you, uh, would you say no if he asked you out on a date and then you said no and then he said, well, do you just want to hang out and grab some food? Yeah. You would say no. No, I would say yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I like going into that. Yeah, I, you, you he don't was, have romantic intentions. No, he was fine. Like he was fine, and it was kind of like, like I talked about. It was yeah. a, um, it was like a a friendship that was because yeah, yeah. of the situation, the sort of the situation we you were told both the story. in. Go listen to it. Suckers. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I. In, like I, and, I, and, I, and I felt bad for the guy's situation. Like that was he had just moved to Vancouver. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And then the yeah, pandemic yeah, yeah. hit, so he knew no one, and then just got shut into a house yeah. with like an eighty-five-year-old woman who with her cats. What? How does that end? That night. What? Like, are you guys just like? Is it? Is there a moment where he realizes, oh shit, Jake has no romantic interests that you picked up on? Um, I think, I mean, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause he kept like really awkwardly asking me about, um, like my past relation, like my past oh, relationships. Okay. Okay. And, okay. uh, I mean, I think he could tell pretty quickly that I was straight. heterosexual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I love that. I love that. I don't. I never in my life could I ever imagine myself being accidentally put in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Like listening to it, dude. I'm not joking. Jake Thoughts is my favorite fucking podcast. <laughs> like, if you don't listen to this show, what the hell is wrong with you? I just, yeah. I mean, one last thing I wanted to add about that situation yeah. is, is I probably would have continued to at least stay like Facebook friends and like right. continue talking. There were to boundaries that crossed though, weren't, weren't he they? He just he just kept being like, he just kept really 
not even just like towing the line, like mm. straight, like full strides over it. Yeah. Like trying to really like, I don't know, like just inappropriate, just really inappropriate yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, man, like, well, good for you. Well, the thing is, I, I didn't even because I'm you a, just ghost uh, him. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i just god. stopped i just stopped replying right. he kept he kept calling he kept he, he kept always messaging me like can i call you mm, and i'm mm. like dude like like i'm on my way to work right but. right right you can't i mean there's times to call there's times not to call and then there's times to ghost people well i don't know i mean it literally you are missing out on just this is canon say what you mean shit now dude <laughs> like you are missing out on all of the goodness. Um, and then the large cock story. Like, I, I, great story. I, I remember it and I recall it now. But nothing tops my favorite Jakeism story. Um, other, like, nothing tops your back itching. Oh, Kylie said the same thing. She dude. said that's just a tip. That's just so me. Oh, yeah. It's the best, dude. And not, not, uh, my favorite part, and I quoted it when we gamed on Friday, is your dad. <laughs> Telling your mom, <laughs> it's Jake, it's fucking back itches. <laughs> Dude, it's the best. I love that story. So, like, it was like a, it was like a greatest hits of, of, of what we've told over the last 200 episodes. Um, some, some bangers by Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also some, some new fresh ones. Um, so I went to Disneyland. You did. And you had some stories you were going to tell me. <sighs> we missed our flight. You missed here? Yeah. How? It's my fault. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I would have never thought that. Yeah. So Jen is like, and she gets anxiety real mm-hmm. bad, right? So she's like, let's get there early. And I'm like, for sure. And then my brother picks us up and he's like, dude, you guys want to grab something to eat? Like, because in, in the airport, it's going to be way spendy. And I don't know why that convinced me. This was not a cheap trip. And I knew that. And I wasn't, I wasn't going to like... I don't know. Mm. Penny pinch. I was going to go all out. But in Portland, I'm not spending any money at the airport. So we go to Subway, and it's the slowest Subway employee of all time. Which one? Uh, It's over by the airport, right there, by that Target. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we go there. She makes our sandwiches. What made you? Was Subway just the only thing open at the time? Cheyenne freaking loves Subway. Really? She loves it. It's like her favorite. Really? Yes. She loves it. Has she ever had Jimmy John's? Uh, I think so. She'll eat Jimmy John's, but if it's Jimmy John's or Subway, Subway, 100%. Really? She loves it, dude. That's crazy to me. Okay, anyway. We go to Subway, and we're eating, and we sit down and eat. By the time we eat, she hasn't even finished making the person right behind us sandwich. No, she's yes. by herself. Yes. Oof, yeah. And the line started digging up. So so then I'm like, we got to go. So then we go to the airport. We get in the TSA line. It's massive. I've never been in the airport where it What was day did you leave? Sunday. Oh, it was a weekend. Yeah, and I've never left on a weekend. So mm. it was a long-ass line. So I I'm like, I have either. we got to go. So like, I'm running through the terminal and through the airport. You're going full Home Alone 2 family. I'm trying, but these two are just like. I'm like elbowing people, dude, in my peacoat. And uh, I wasn't wearing a peacoat. <laughs> but <laughs> I get there. and Cheyenne's are yelling, Dad, wait up. Yep, trying to change the batteries out. Yep. Um, so she... Uh, Jen and Cheyenne are like, we got to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, okay, go, go. And so as I go to the bathroom, our terminal's right there. I go, and as I walk up, they're shutting the door. And they're like, Lopez? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, sorry, you're too late. And I'm like, 
what? But the, but the, but the door. Yeah. Like, I go, you just shut that. And they're like, well, and then the one woman was like, I called your name for like the last 10 minutes. If you were here two minutes ago, maybe. And I go, is that our plane? And she goes, yeah. And I go, so it's still here. Well, yeah. And you just shut the door. Yes. But we can't get on it. And she's like, no. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So then I like go around the corner and Jen's coming. I'm like, we missed it. And she's like, you're joking. And I go, no. And I'm like. You really can't get us on this plane. And she's like, no, uh, we have a flight at eight o'clock that you can take. And it's like two at this point. And I'm like, oh, my Christ. 2 p.m.? Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, look, I mean, I, dude. Stupid question. Yeah. I said, look, th- we are trying to take our adoptive daughter to Disneyland for the first time. Please let us on the plane. And the woman who was with her was like, oh, you're going to Disneyland? And I was like, yeah. She goes, would you be cool flying into Santa Ana? Which is... 40 minutes, 40 minute drive closer to Disneyland. It's like Disneyland's airport. Mm-hmm. And I go, yes, absolutely. She goes, oh, we have a flight leaving in a half hour. We can get you guys all on that plane for no extra cost. Someone who has solutions versus someone who's just looking to be an absolute prick. Yeah. Just hose me, dude. And I go, I hate those. I hate those people. Like did not care or offer a situation or a solution. Mm-hmm. Was like, fuck you, you weren't here. Wait till 8 p.m. Well, she was like, wait, okay, you're going to Disneyland? We can. So the reason I didn't buy Santa Ana tickets was because it was more expensive for all three of us. It was mm. cheaper to fly into LAX and then Uber. Mm. So that we actually got to fly into Santa Ana, which was more expensive, for free. And I saved like 40 bucks on the Uber from Santa Ana to our hotel. There you go, paid for your subway. Yeah. Jen was not happy, dude. <laughs> no, I can imagine as someone who has anxiety, that, yeah. would, that would be the worst. Oh, it was the worst. And like Cheyenne looked like she was going to cry and she was like going to blame herself because she had to go to the bathroom, but it was really just my fault because I said, yeah, let's stop for Subway. And so that's how we started it. Yeah, I don't think there's a Subway in, in the uh, in the Airport? Yeah. Yeah. Also, wh- I'm an idiot. Like, why? Why? Um, also, so I've been to Disneyland previously without a child, and I used to be super judgy of parents who were like, like up here with their mm-hmm. kids. I, I I apologize to every parent I've ever judged. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I think it's it's something that's easy to do until you've been in it. Yeah, I, I judge parents. Oh yeah. So oh yeah, the realizations you have, you're like, dude, why is that dad tripping so hard? Like you're in fucking Disneyland. <laughs> why the- is that dad wearing a fanny pack? Yeah. Oh, we rock fanny packs for sure, dude. You have to. Um, but now it's like when your kid pushes you to an eleven. You're just like, please just stop talking to me right now. I need a minute. Like, you get there. You get there. Day one was great. Day one was great. It was really smooth. Uh, day three, two, three, four, a little rougher. little rougher. little sass. little attitude. But we made it. It was a good time. It was fun. Disneyland, we really wanted to focus on the foods. So mm-hmm. we ate a ton of really good foods, nice. um, which Disneyland has a ton of. Um, it was fun. It was a good time. It was really, and like for our anniversary, we got, uh, we spent the 18th in watching World of Color, which is honestly, I think it is, if, if you've been to Disneyland and you're, and you're listening or you're thinking about Disneyland I'm, I, or Disney World, I'm telling you that World of Color is probably the coolest thing Disneyland or Disney World has to offer. And I've never been to Disney World, but seeing it, it's, it's just the most incredible presentation show 
available. Hmm. It was amazing. And so it's always it, amazing. It's a live show? Yeah. So under um, California Adventure has like a bay. Mm. And under the bay is like all these machines. And then at night for the show, you line up on the around the like bay and the machines come up and they're they're like fountain, like water sprayers. Mm. But it's not like <laughs> Jesse was like, oh, like the Bellagio. I'm like, like anything you might be imagining, multiply it by probably 115. That's how incredible it is. Wow. They're doing things with water that you're like, how the fuck did they do that? And, like, they have, like, fanned water and then projections on it. And then they have, like, all these, like, spraying straight up. But then, like, lights going through it. And, like, you're it's it's insane. Wow. And there's, like, music the whole time. And it always gets me choked up. And then they showed Wally. And I was like, Ugh! And Jen's like, you're okay. And I'm like, I love Wally. <laughs> it was awesome. It was a good time. Uh, so, yeah. That was Disneyland. But I will say, there were some judge, judgy parent moments that I have to tell you about. Okay. So okay, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. We go to this like this candy store, and as you like walk into the, it's like a, a full like, only candy. It was awesome and like treats, sweet treats. So we walk in and they um they give you a number and then you go and you, you shop and you get your treats and then you wait for the counter to call your number for you then to go up and pay for it because mm. it's just traffic control yeah, essentially. For sure. Makes sense. Plus we're still like exiting. Maybe a pandemic. Who knows where we're at? Mm-hmm. On <laughs> nobody. Everybody has stopped caring, but everybody has it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So we get our stuff, and like we're waiting. For, we've already had our stuff. We're kind of waiting, like hovering around the the checkout and waiting for our number to be called. And it's getting there. But this guy, he comes up and just walks straight up and puts his like giant lollipops down on the counter, and. It's a young guy. That's another thing is like all these people who work at Disneyland are super young, like Hmm. young people, which is never something I ever really paid attention to. And maybe I thought they were like because I was younger that maybe they were either my same age or older. Mm -hmm. But now they're all they all seem super young. Mm. Um, So it's this kid and he like comes to like talk to the guy with the lollipops and he's like hey so did you grab a number at the door and he's like yeah and he goes well you have to wait till then we call the number so then we can just kind of traffic control and and I'm listening to this whole thing and he goes yeah okay i guess i'll wait a half an hour to pay for a lollipop <laughs> let's just laugh and then he turns around and looks at me and i'm just looking at him like really dude like, like you're not in the right here. Like, yeah, you're, are you looking for people to start chanting? Yes, that's what he was. Like, <laughs> to people to start like grabbing their pitchforks, right? To join you and your and he lollipop did that. He did that turn. Saying, like, am I right? And I'm like, nah, bro, no, dude, no, because I got my number. And I'm about to go up to Galloway. <laughs> but it's just like things like that. It's like you are in the happiest place on earth. Like, why the fuck are you trying to be shitty about it? And then, so there was like a... People just can't help themselves. Uh, there's, actually, I actually have two stories. I Don't let me forget about Smuggler's Run. So then uh, we're, we're in downtown Disney, and they have this World of Disney store, and it's this massive store of all, like, Disney merch. And before, they would have all these entrances along the, the side of the store. But because of the pandemic, they have an entrance on one side and an exit all the way at the end of the store mm. to keep the flow moving. Sure. Pandemic. So as I'm exiting, this lady is yelling at this employee about, this is ridiculous. I should be able to exit the store whenever I need to. And screaming about the doors not being available. 
dude, we're in what month of pandemic lockdown yeah. and you don't get it? No. And, and like I could hear her. It must have been her son. He was an older guy like my age, like talking to his older mom who was Karen pulling the Karen. And he's like, hey, it's not their fault. Like, stop. It's not their fault. Like he was trying to like reel his mom in. Like, chill out, dude. Uh, but she was not having it. Dude, imagine imagine having a door wreck your day. Yeah. Or or a lollipop purchase. I mean, yeah, sure. It in that moment there might be other stuff in your life and that that thing right there is really an annoyance. Yes. But you're gonna like that is what's gonna cause you to lose your shit in public. Yeah. On on an employee. At Disneyland. <laughs> on a kid. A kid who's significantly younger than you. And like they were just like, okay, which is great because they don't give a shit, right? Yeah. Um, and then the final thing I'll say is uh, so for a lot of the rides now at Disneyland, uh, you wait in line and then they take groups into a room and they'll do like a presentation kind of like immersing you into the world. And then from there, you'll you'll break up and go into the ride on different carts or however it works. Okay. So Smuggler's Run, we're in line. That's the new Millennium Falcon ride. Okay. Um, so we are in line. We go into a room. There's an animatronic, and he's like telling you the story about why he needs your help and why you have to fly the Millennium Falcon. And there's like 20 people in there, which there's then there, you split into. There's not 20. There's uh, each each Millennium Falcon cockpit has six people, hmm. uh, two pilots, two gunners two engineers um and then as the pilots are flying the gunners are shooting and the engineers are repairing the um the stuff the shit yeah um and so there's enough people to split that among the different cockpits that they have on this ride and so we're sitting up there we're right up front against the line and after the presentation the cast member comes up to me jen and cheyenne and goes you guys can go ahead and so like he motions us forward so me and cheyenne like walk right where he motions and there was this old couple who was like super slow and i was like thank god we got in front of them because like they're so slow so then we like walk and then we're getting in line and they cut jen off and i turn around I'm like jen what are you doing get up here and he's like oh uh, no no you guys cut us off and i was like dude relax it's the same you're gonna get on the ride bud you'll be okay relax and then he wouldn't let jen by and I'm like, dude, come on, real do. Wait, he just like planted and yes, like wouldn't... would not. And like his, I looked at his wife. I'm like, really? I'm like, we're all gonna get to ride the ride. We're past the point of waiting. We're about to get on the ride. It's everybody's gonna be okay. And like, I'm condescending as fuck at this point. <laughs> like, are you okay? Like, you'll be all right, dude. You'll get on. It's it's gonna be okay. Finally, the wife let Jen buy, and I'm like, oh, did he let you buy? And he's like, she's like, no, she didn't. I'm like, oh, okay. So then we go into the room, and it's it looks like um. And you have to ride the ride with them. Listen, it gets better. It gets so good, Jake. So you get into this room, and they're like, all right, you are um your group gray, your group orange, your group blue, right? They tell mm -hmm. you your color as your because that's the team you're gonna be on. Then you walk into a room that is like. Uh, kind of like that that round room that uh, they all hang out in in the Millennium Falcon. They have like the chess set with like the bench yeah. and everything. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, uh, your group go over there. And we weren't with them. I don't know where they are at this point, though that old couple. So we're sitting there and we're just talking and we're kind of looking at the chessboard. It's kind of cool. The detail in uh, Galaxy's Edge is amazing, like all over the, that mm -hmm. area. It's super cool. Um, so then I look over and I see the old couple getting ushered onto the ride before us 
all that. So if they were in front of us, mm-hmm. they would, and they were the pilots, which is the funnest position you could be. Yeah. So which I would that would have sucked for whoever had to be the pilots. I mean, can you lose? I mean, it's okay. So that's the thing. So Jen hates like those video. It's mm-hmm. it, it's a, you're in a cockpit, but the whole cockpit's covered by a screen, and you're like flying right. It's and the sure. whole ship moves. She hates those things because she can get motion sickness. But mm. I was like, you know what? If you're an engineer and you're pressing the buttons, you can focus on the buttons and not really the screen so much, but still get to experience the ride. Well, our pilots were trash, and they were like not like flying upward. So they were like dragging the Millennium Falcon like across the ground the whole time. So you're just like, are you on like, are you on Tatooine or what are you? You're flying through different planets. Oh, okay. And like, what you're trying to do is steal this, this like, energy source from this train. So you fly over, and the engineers need to shoot a grappling to grab it. But the whole time, the Millennium Falcon's dragging on the ground and like hitting everything. And it was just like, Jen was like, I did not like that right. I'm like, also, we had the worst pilots possible. And they were just, the, they were another older couple. And he's like, dude, that was so sensitive. I couldn't even adjust and like barely touch it and, and just fly. They were hitting every like spire, like rock spire on the planet. It was, oh, it was bad. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, that sounds awful. And, and fuck that old couple. Yeah. Like, you can be, I mean, you can be old and be at Disneyland, but don't be old and at Disneyland. Right. Like, exactly. I be, don't be good at what you're doing. <laughs> well, just don't be a don't be a curmudgeon. Like, yeah. Don't don't be an like don't be an asshat. Standing your ground, like, nope, I'm not. Like, maybe he was a Sith. That's the only thing I could come up with. <laughs> I just, dude, I don't, I don't get yeah. that. Men- I just don't get that mentality. Yeah. Of just like, dude, we're all here together. Maybe it's just like the constant. Like, I mean, maybe some people just are not suited for Disney. Like, maybe I feel like there's some 100%. people who just aren't suited for Disney. Yeah, like that's a, just probably a lot, and they might have just been at their wits' end by the time they got through that line. Yeah. I have no idea. That's true. But like, come on, <laughs> then go home. Yeah, I think I think another thing that I'm thinking about is like we are very fortunate to have gone for four days, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and because of that, we could slow down a little bit. The first day we went hard, dude. The fast pass thing, we were just like boom, 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 ride after ride after ride. Pre-order our food, boom, go grab our food, eat it, then back under the rides. Like we raged the first two days. So three and four, we could really slow down and chill. And it was on day three that we we encountered that couple. So also thinking about like if it's your only day at Disneyland or you have two and you're like rushing to get things done, I could understand maybe being a little crotchety and like running to lines but at no point did i ever feel like i had to do that Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i but to counter that if you've only got one or two days just that's on you for not planning how you want to spend it right like you should have you should have a a game plan like these are the like we don't have this amount of time we need uh, these are the rides that i want to hit and we're gonna we're gonna make sure we get those done yeah instead of being like i want to see everything in a day yeah you can't you can't so just you go and you pick and you choose and enjoy, and like just tell yourself to enjoy the time that you're there. Yeah. Instead of like because you're not going to like what's better if you you ride four rides mm-hmm. in the entire day but you enjoy the hell out of those four rides and your interactions with other human beings is mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Or you ride six rides, seven rides, and you hate every moment of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't get it. Yeah, I, it was anyway, gross. So I'm glad that you had. I'm glad that you had a good time. Yeah, we were definitely able to just chill and enjoy it. Um, I, I have one more story to tell you. So we were in the Avengers complex. It's like the new Avengers land, right? Never been there. Never. Oh, Cheyenne uh, cried on uh, <laughs> Guardians. <laughs> She did not like that ride. Really? It's Tower of Terror, but remasked mm. as Guardians, so it's a dropping elevator. Oh. It's scary as fuck, dude. I mean, I would be scared. But she was like, yeah, I'm never doing that again. And I was like, that's fair. You tried it. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just like, yeah, not for me. So then we're like, we're in Avengers Complex. We spent the fourth morning there. So um, really cool. Like, you know, Pim, uh, Ant-Man. Yeah. You don't know Pim Ant-Man, do you? I know Ant-Man. Okay, well, Pim is like the original Ant-Man. I can't remember, Hank Pim or something like that. Okay. So they had like a Pim store, like restaurant, where they had like all this like shrunken and enlarged food. Mm. So like uh, the girls got like a French toast, but it was like this big. <laughs> and then they came with eggs that were this big. Hmm. Yeah. I, they, were they quail eggs or something? I don't know. They were super tiny eggs. Huh. So they had like a giant thing with little tiny eggs, and then um, just weird things like that. They like the I didn't get the pretzel, but the pretzel's like this big. That's crazy. It's like exploded. Like, it's cool that Disneyland puts like invests in things like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because that might not be for everyone. So what? who know? Like that kind of thing. Going oh. and ordering. That's like that's right. Right. Niche of a restaurant. It's very niche. Yeah. Yeah, and yet there's they still fund it oh, yeah. as if it, and so the, the people who do choose to go there have a fantastic. It's experience. also kind of novelty, right? Like, oh, let's go get a tiny egg and a big pretzel, right? It's just like it's okay, silly, fair enough, yeah, you know. For sure. uh, so that that day we wanted to do more shows, right? We've done all the rides at least once, so mm-hmm. let's some we've done multiple times. I think we rode Thunder Mountain Railroad like four times. We did Haunted Mansion like three or four times. Like, love both those rides. Mm-hmm. Thunder Mountain Railroad is probably the greatest roller coaster, like perfect speed perfect like everything about it it's just perfect it's just the perfect roller coaster um so we're like let's do more shows let's see more uh, character appearances they'll have like staged character appearances and they had a doctor strange one so we go into like the sanctum sanctorium or whatever and they have everybody like kind of sit on the floor and then the door opens and then he's like there's like a screen behind him but it looks like he's doing the portal Mm -hmm. and then like Dumormu or whatever his name is, Dumormu, the villain in the first movie, is there. And he comes and he shuts the portal and he's like, you know, it's this whole show presentation, mm-hmm. right? Like, I gotta, I got, Dumormu's looking for this ring. I gotta find it. I gotta read, I gotta do all this stuff. And, and then he goes, this is the best part. He goes, I need help from probably, I need help from one of the youngest Avengers. Now, there is the introduction of a new Avenger in the new Doctor Strange movie. Her name is America Chavez. And she's her her power is the ability to teleport through um, universes, the different universes that are the multiverse. Right. So when he's saying I need help from the young from one of the youngest Avengers, I know that's what they're trying to promote. Right. Mm -hmm. They're trying to have her come out and help him. But he's looking to the crowd for answers. And my kiddo. Shoots her hand up. She knows the answer. Jake, who would you name as the oldest Avengers? Captain America, Thor, Iron Man. Those are the right answers, Jake. He goes, you, who should I call on? And she says, Captain America. (laughs) And he goes, oh, oh, uh, well, I wouldn't say he's the youngest. Is there anybody younger? (laughs) 
so nobody was getting it. Someone was naming Black Panther, but for her to name the two hundred year old man, I was just like, I was like, dude, he's like two hundred years old. She's like, oh yeah, I was like, definitely not the youngest. Uh, and then she's like, well, who's he asking for? And she's like, well, Peter Parker's young, and I'm like, that's a good answer. Someone says Spider Man, but he's not. He doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. So he's almost about to give up, and then finally a kid says America Chavez, and Cheyenne goes, that's what I said. Captain America. I said, no, America Chavez from the movie. And she's like, oh, (laughs) dude, it was so funny. (laughs) She was so cocksure. She knew that it was Captain America. It was hilarious. If if you can't be anything else, be confident. I mean, that's the world we live in, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So. uh, That's all I have. That's all you have. Yep. Out I of think... everything that's going on. That's all you oh, I mean, I guess I mean I mean in in, in far as far as checking in and how we're doing. I mean, how are you? Some... Tell me how you are. I ordered a uh uh baby shower gift. Oh you did. You didn't and have to do that. I sent it to them boys. Mm. Oh yeah, dude. You know me as a gift giver. Oh, I know. I so cannot I, I, wait. I'm very excited. I cannot this. wait. I'm very excited. Um, so, anyways, but how are you otherwise? I mean, you you routinely give the best gifts. So. I hope this is up there, dude. I think it's pretty good. I'm sure it will be. I think it's pretty good. Uh, otherwise, how are you? Did you miss me? I did. Okay, good. I did. <laughs> it was weird not... Um, it's. I feel like you and I haven't really had a chance to talk at all. Yeah. Like... Um, we played we we played a little bit of video video games, but getting dubs, dog. Yeah, yeah, we're we're doing pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just, I'm I'm fine. I had a hell of a hike on Saturday, dude. Some of those pictures that you've sh- been posting that shit that those hikes kicked my ass. Worth it if those like those rainbow shots, mm-hmm. unreal, really unreal, dude. Yeah, they're pretty. It was pretty cool. That was uh, a freaking hailstorm mm. came in. Was it just you? It was me and Bo. Didn't you say you were getting stalked by coyotes? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, that was crazy. So we went uh, way into the what's it's called the Margaret Backcountry, and it's probably it's pretty far in uh, up on top of Mount. It's like basically as high up as you can go on on Mount Hood, uh, Mount Saint Helens. Sorry, yeah, Mount Saint Helens. Mass, okay. Uh, and on up at Lewitt, mm-hmm. and but then you instead of going to like the peak, you had out? Like you head out. Oh wow! And uh, it's I was probably about eleven miles back. Walking? Yeah. Oh my. Well, no, it wasn't. I mean, my whole hike was eleven miles, so I went probably six and a half, oh, seven okay, miles. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's, was and, it a loop? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or yeah, you yeah. looped? Yeah, basically. Did you go straight mm-hmm. out and straight back? Yeah, it was in and out. Ugh. So yeah, <laughs> I was trying to get to what's called. Um, I was trying to get to what's called a uh, cold water peak. Okay. Um. Which is like way up there, but the snow was too bad. Still, the snow mm-hmm. was still too heavy, um, and so I, I didn't, I couldn't quite get there. But I was where I got to. I don't think anybody had gotten there yet that year, like so far, mm-hmm. since, because of the snow melt. Are there like trails? Yeah, like you're walking. Yeah, on yeah, trails? yeah. Okay. I mean, that would if if this was like a month from now and mm-hmm. the snow's gone up there, then I that'll be a pretty busy. Like oh, that should okay. be gotcha. being a pretty busy trail, but we were down in this bowl. It was just, it was me and Bo. I hadn't seen anybody in hours. Wow! And it was really nice. Like it was really cool. Like we were as high as you could be. That's like, rad. Amazing views. But we were sitting kind of down into this bowl, 
and I saw I heard a bunch of crows get up, mm, and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, nothing. They're not just getting up. Something's disturbing them. Yeah, and yeah. I look up, and there was three coyotes. At least from what I could see, because they mm-hmm. do a pretty good. When they when they don't want to be seen, like they Weird. do a pretty good job of not of blending in. Yeah. But there were three standing that like standing up on the rim of this bowl, staring mm-hmm. down at Bo and I, and I was like, oh boy, like if they wanted to come down and corner Bo. Yeah. Like there's not going to be much I could really do. That I would had be a, terrifying. I, but I did have my gun, yeah. so. Um, I mean, I could defend Bo and I, right, but right. like, still, that's not something I want to get. Yeah, that's not into. a situation you so want to be in. So me and Bo were like, okay, well, I'm like, all right, Bo, and let's let's get out of here. What he say? He he didn't know. Oh, okay. Like, thankfully, he he was about to bark because <laughs> he gets mad if I sit for too long because he wants to just keep going. <laughs> that's amazing. So he was like getting restless and wanting mm-hmm. to go, and I'm like, don't bark, don't bark. Yeah. And uh, so we got out of there, and every time I looked back, they were like shadowing me they were staying dude they were keeping pace with me up on the ridge up above on the me. ridge yeah i was gonna ask so that dude, was that's like some fucking lion king shit dude it was it was <laughs> a weird feeling being stalked yeah yeah Ooh, never happened like that nothing's ever happened like that no wow i've i have heard what i thought was a cougar mm-hmm. keeping pace with me mm-hmm. i never saw it okay but i could hear twigs breaking and it's not like when you hear it, when I see a deer, like a deer will just get up and go. And yeah. you know it's like a deer because it's going off away from mm-hmm. you or like an elk or something. Mm-hmm. And I've been around mountain goats, all that kind of stuff. But Wait, mountain goats? Uh-huh. Out there? Yeah. Shut up. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah Mount, yeah, Mount St. Helens has a bunch of them. That's amazing. Pretty cool. You have to go up. You'll, you guys will have to come up with me. Cause that you don't, sounds awesome. You don't, even have, you don't even have to go that far to see them sometimes. Whoa. That is the coolest thing you've ever said. Really? <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's rad. But yeah, so I, I've been felt like I have been stalked by a cougar, mm-hmm. but I've never actually seen it. Well, I think that's the intention. Um, but these that was the first time where I'm like, I could like because there's it was like near the blast zone, mm-hmm. so there's no trees at all. Right. It's completely like uncovered. Um, but it's. It was. Uh, I have more. I have some more po- pictures to post in the next. Yeah, it seemed like you days, took a ton. Yeah, I. I. Um, I was really. I was when I was trying to take those pictures of the rainbow. My can't like the first. My first time I go to try to take a picture. My S. I was wondering when my SD card was going to get filled, and it just mm. happened to be at that moment. So I'm and it's oh, hail no. like it's hailing. Oh, and wow. I'm sitting there trying to delete photos. <laughs> To clear up enough space. Well, and how many gigs is that memory card? It was 16 gigs. Oh, okay. So like, and I, I haven't done any maintenance on it since I bought it like a Uh-oh. year ago. So I mean, I, I shoot a lot. So. Yeah. Um, saw a rattlesnake. A uh, rattlesnake last Thursday. Whoa! Out, out in the Dalles. Wow. I went to go see. I went to go see wildflowers. Um, mm, I think a bunch of people did that. Yeah, it's wildflower season. Okay, I think Jen's brother did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where were you? The Dallas, Dallas East. Yeah. yeah. Dude, aren't they going to start charging for heading out that way? Anything Hood River East has a bunch of wildflowers right now. Mm. You know that spot that you and I went mm-hmm. that day mm-hmm. where we went up, climb up on that mm-hmm. on that rock that rock feature? Mm-hmm. That whole inside bowl is just all bloomed with wildflowers right now. Oh, whoa. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I bet that looks rad. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, rattle, saw a rattlesnake. That's cool. Was it far? Um, I saw it on the road. So oh, it was okay. probably like 50 feet in front of me. Oh, wow. It wasn't that close. That's cool. Yeah. Dude, I love that. 
I love that. I always thought it'd be interesting to like, I'm not a photographer or anything, but I always thought like that'd be kind of a fun way to quote hunt, right? To go mm. seek out and find these wild animals and get cool pictures of them. Like that would be a fun activity. Mm-hmm. Nothing I'm interested in even trying to start, but <laughs> I think the idea is cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's people who are amazing wild, like yeah. wildlife photographers. Yeah. And I know I'm not doing it for like cloud or anything. I just think it'd be a fun adventure, right? To for hunt sure. it and capture it. Yeah. Because you I mean, you have to, you have to basically hunt them. You yeah. have to get close enough to them where they're not going to spook. That is sneaky. So, I mean, yeah. and animals are smart as hell in their natural environment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot better mm. senses than we have. Dude, the ducks and birds at Disneyland, they're just chilling right next to you waiting for you to <laughs> drop shit, dude. They're just walking right up to you. One was like, a duck was like biting at the back of my, like the little tag on my heel of my shoe. And Shane's like, Dad, that duck is like nibbling at your shoe. And I was like, get out of here. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're That's just walking funny. right up to everybody. Which is, oh, so that was kind of cool. Like, that's an interesting thing. Uh, it's Disneyland, right? Mm-hmm. So seeing any kind of nature in that park is it's weird, right? But it's also cool. The ducks everywhere, the birds everywhere. Uh, Jen saw a mouse. <laughs> so legit Mickey yeah. just chilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fun. It was cool. Not not nearly as cool as, like, nature in, in, infused as your adventures are, but fun. But, I mean, it's Disneyland. That's your favorite place. Dude, it was... I did a lot more things that I'd never done before, and it was fun. I think next time, though, I could be cool with just three mm-hmm. days. Okay. Yeah. I read an article about like Disneyland parks, about revenge uh, vacations. Mm. Have you heard of that? No. It's like, so everybody is like, now Now that things are opening back up and like nobody's caring about the pandemic, yeah. uh, everybody is revenge vacationing. So they're like, well, we were cooped up for two fucking years, so now we're going to go out and we're going to vacation. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, actually pretty slow in the park. We were able to, like the fast passes, we were able to just kind of rip through rides and have a really good time and plan as flexible as we wanted. It was great. Mm -hmm. The fourth day, the parks were packed and it was miserable. Yeah. But that's why we just spent that last day chilling. Mm-hmm. We spent most of it in Fantasyland doing like the old classic rides, waiting in line for those, maybe eating some new foods, watching some shows, just sure. not doing much, yeah. just relaxing that day. Yeah. But revenge vacationing, I mean, dude, we were trying to uh, look for, um, you know, usually I go camping a lot during the summer mm-hmm. with my sister and my niece and and we were looking at, we want to go to Bend, but we were like looking at maybe renting a house and not camping and just <laughs> go, Good dude, luck. the prices are astronomical yeah even if even if you can find a, sp- a place yeah the prices are insane dude yeah even if it's a hundred dollars a night which i could do mm-hmm. the cleaning fee it's 250 dollars. <laughs> get the fuck out of here they're gonna charge you that no matter how how long you stay yes yeah no thanks not doing it mm-hmm. and so i was like and i was like looking in like august so i was like all right which is peak Ben season, right? Summertime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so I was like, well, maybe hotels are cheaper. Nope. $366 a night. And they probably have like minimum night stays, right? Yeah. yeah you can't just go stay for one. So we found like this campground in Sun River. Mm. It's like 35 minutes outside of Ben. But really, we just want to go so we can float down the river. For sure. Relax and float yeah. the river in mm-hmm. the sun. Just want to um, get out. So we, we booked a, camping ground, a campsite there. But like, I mean, it, the pandemic not only has just screwed up like these revenge vacations where everything's just packed but now the cleaning fees which makes sense right during mm-hmm. a pandemic you want it to be clean but 250 dollars yeah that's just taking advantage it feels like it that's i mean yeah yeah that's, take, that's taking advantage but then i have to think like 
like I'm thinking about the market overall. Won't that hurt it if people are not going? Dude, the thing is, is that even like this is the why this is why economists are having so much such difficulty yeah. figuring out how to stop inflation. There is so much fucking money. Yeah. In the in the economy right now. Wow. Like people just they're spending. Yeah. They just keep spending. I don't know where the money comes from, but shortages doesn't matter. Like right, like they're short. Yeah. They'll find yeah, stuff yeah. to spend their money on. It doesn't. Um, think about uh, like how gas prices, right? Right. Have you seen less cars on the road? No. The trails are just as the trails are just as busy on the weekends. What is it? And like you're saying, the economists are trying to like pinpoint because like, the way that you stop inflation predict? is the way you stop inflation is to get money out of the economy, mm-hmm. or you or you allow that money to be out like dispersed and allocated, right? But there are there's a shortage of supplies and an overabundance of money. And increasing in prices. Yes. Yeah. But the increase in price doesn't matter because you've got all these excess funds to pay for a shorter, a smaller supply. Funds? Dude, I don't know. I mean, clearly, I went to Disneyland for a week. <laughs> People have it, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's... If it's Borrow because of uh, interest rates being so low. People, a lot of people re- were refinancing their houses during the pandemic, oh. so there was a lot of like people were raking in a lot of money, a hmm. lot of money. Well, I don't like it because it's making everything. You know, I'm not gonna bitch about stuff like that. Like p- bitching about gas, mm-hmm. I love to like when people bitch about gas and they're like blaming Biden. I will message them and be like, "Can you not afford gas? You need some gas money." I message people that shit, dude. <laughs> Well, I and that's honestly ridiculous because I mean Europe has been dealing with double digit gas prices yeah. forever. Yeah, I mean, but who cares? Like, really? Like, they're they're not complaining about gas to complain about the gas prices. Mm-hmm. They're complaining about the gas prices to complain about Biden. For sure. That's why I'm like, dude, are you you can't afford gas here. You all right? Mm-hmm. And it, I will. I mean, so, I will say gas sucks. It does suck. But you're not gonna catch me bitching about it. I which is privilege. <laughs> I mean, I uh I can't bitch about it cuz if I re- if I would spend it if I needed to, right? Yeah. Like I yeah. like but when I went to go up to Mount St. Helens yeah. and I had like 100 during the pandemic, I could put I could go to the gas station, Jackson's right on uh, 78th Street and Hazeldale Avenue. Mm-hmm. I could put $20 in my car. And I could drive anywhere, like within two hours, yeah. within a two-hour drive, one way, and get back on that twenty dollars. Yeah, I to go to St. Mount, the top of Mount St. Helens uh-huh. on on Saturday, I had a hundred because my car will tell me I have a hundred miles until empty. Yeah, I I was like, all right, thirty bucks should thirty bucks. Does it only tell get, you hundred? Hmm? It doesn't tell you mile by mile. It was like ninety-one miles. But does it tell you mile by mile, like where you're at? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like you have 91 miles. Not that that fucking detail matters. Why did I ask that? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Didn't you, weren't you the one who shared uh, that, that uh, TikTok thing where the, it's like the, uh, yes, the, the wife, wife asking for asking. those stupid ass details. Why am I asking you? I do the same thing. So no judgment. Idiot. <laughs> um, hey, I love context. Yeah. So hey, the more information, Tell me the all better. The details. So I put in $30 mm-hmm. at Chevron right by the right American by the dollars. American do- <laughs> Canadian, uh, Canadian pesos. Okay. Um, the, so I put in 30, 30 bucks, bucks. Yeah. And I'm looking and I'm like, okay, it's 90 something miles to the top of like the Johnson's Ridge. Okay. I'm like, okay. So I had 200, the $30 took me from 90 miles until empty 
to 230 miles until empty. Okay. I'm thinking, okay, it's 90. You're there. doing math and shit? I'm just doing math. Oh, dude, these prices so got you doing I, math. I know. Tell me about it. So I'm doing, I'm like 90 to get up there. Okay. 90 home. Yeah. I'm, that's like, that leaves me with. A little. Wiggle. A little bit, though, a little wiggle room. Uh-huh. But I'm like, what happens if I get up there and I can't, like, I can't. There's something that causes me to have to, like, sit and idle for a long period of time mm. or, like. Or I, you burn gas like a street race or something. Yeah, exactly, right? And You then, never know. Vin Diesel pulls up and it's like, hey, I'm racing you and your rogue. And I'm like, I got to do you it, right? Go. You can't say no. No. So, I mean, who knows how much in the incline you, you might burn more gas. I was thinking gas. about that. Like, yeah. okay, so, like, I should need to stop and get more gas. And so I stopped in Castle Rock and put in another 35 in. Oh, damn. And I'm like, dude, 65, like. Basically sixty five dollars, yeah, to make make sure that I wasn't having anxiety about being up there Getting running out of gas. Stuff. Yeah, so because um, none of the none of the Castle Rock gas stations stay open past like mm-hmm. seven. Yeah, so it's like I need to make sure that I can at least get to Kelso mm. with with an um at night. I can't believe you're so. driving all the way out there, dude. But you can't put a price on anxiety, dude. You got to make sure you don't get it. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> that should ruin. That should ruin your day. Yeah. Oh yeah. So especially on your way up there, mm-hmm. and you're having that ooh, anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing, man. I hadn't had my ass kicked like that on a hike. It was probably not the right hike to do for like my first big one of the year. Was it incline? Yeah. Oh okay. So that was what was brutal. That and I had like a I overpacked this. Oh. I do this a lot on on hikes. I do the first time. I'm mm-hmm. like, what happens if I get lost? I mean that's a that's fair. So I need to like overpack. Yeah, that's fair. So I, think. I, pa- I had like a fifty pound backpack. Oof. And uh, what was in it? Um, what was the weirdest thing you had in there? Well, because it's a completely dry hike. Yeah. I had a shit ton of water oh, for both okay. me and Bo. Okay. Um, that's fair. Because normally Bo will just drink from streams, mm-hmm. but there it's a complete. I knew going into it, it was going to be a completely uh, dry hike. Um, so I needed Damn, to, I needed to make, plain, I needed to dude. make sure I brought a lot of water. I brought uh, my micro spikes cause I knew I was going to be dealing with ice and mm, snow. Damn. Uh, I had my gun with me. I had all my, ca- I had all my camera equipment, which that weighs a shit ton. Ugh. I had, um, <laughs> glow sticks. I had a, I had a big knife, mm-hmm. um, rope, first aid kit. Damn, uh, dude, space, your dad would have been so proud. Space blanket. Oh, he gave me most of this yeah. stuff. Space blanket. <laughs> Uh, pon- like rain poncho, uh-huh. uh, fire starter kit. Holy shit, um, dude. Did I say glow sticks yeah. for Bo? Did you I, use any of it? Not a thing. Yeah. I didn't even, I, dr- I drank half of the water. Oh. Well, I mean. I had it in case I needed it. You don't want to be up the paddle with the, or up the creek without a paddle. Exactly. Uh, dude, so children are getting shot. Fun transition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I need your perspective because I know that like there's there have been situations in in your in your life where you've taken on burdens or feelings of other people's choices with weapons because somehow you might have been loosely interacted with individuals. We won't go into details, but I'm just saying like there have been things where you have like felt like, oh, crap, but I need to know your perspective on this and the continuation of this and the constants of these fucking mass shootings. And there's been 200 and what is it? 212 and we're only 144 days into yeah. the year. I, so obviously if you listened, 
starting this, I was already kind of making my transition away from my really hard line. Starting like, what? Starting my transition away from like zero sum beliefs about the Second Amendment and okay. gun rights in America. When are you talking about starting that transition away? Probably 2016 on okay. is when I started okay. to be like, okay, well. Just this, thinking critically about it. This, Yeah, I started thinking, okay, well, maybe all of these super held beliefs about like, oh, we can't, you can't put no regulation, like any more, any new regulation on guns can't have mm-hmm. it. All like finding, trying to f- cherry pick excuses about other reasons why this stuff is happening. Yeah. So, uh, but if you listen to the show long enough, I, there has been like, I, I think I, <laughs> there's been a transformation because these are becoming, at least in my thinking on this is that mm-hmm. there's like at some point, Dude, this is the this is like this has become a, a a norm, right? This isn't something. These aren't outlier events. Yeah, growing like in the mid two thousands, what well, there was of the real high profile ones. You had Columbine, Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. and that's what I was talking about today. Is like go, I'll have a story about like being a student mm-hmm. and, and interacting with a teacher recently mm-hmm. last For night. Sure. Um, but I was just like I was thinking about like there was never a moment where I ever felt like scared to go to school no and then columbine was the only the only example i had when i was in school mm-hmm. that i could kind of look at and mirror a little bit because it was a high school and yeah, i was in high school for sure that, that was but, it. but that was like an outlier yeah right that that didn't you couldn't really draw any sort of patterns or rules off of it it was mm-hmm. anecdotal right mm-hmm. it was a tragedy but it was anecdotal it mm-hmm. didn't these guys were going to go commit that crime regardless of like what lie, like really what was around them. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, the, and then you had Virginia tech. I think that was what in 2008, mm-hmm. I think when that, um, that student went and shot up a, a, so one building on the Virginia tech campus. And I think he killed in the, it was over a dozen, that was like the, fir- that was like the next big one that I can remember. I'm trying to like, think about this, like literally like, more like on a linear scale yeah and then you didn't you had a couple of them but there the next big one was sandy hook right uh and then ever since sandy hook it just seems like it's one after another you can't even remember all of them all of them like you try to sit down and think about what were the big ones it's normal and every time you sit down to think of every time you try to sit down and think about it you remember another one you forgot from the last time you sat down and tried to remember them all yeah and you're like like 20 people died in that one. How did I forget about it? Yeah. Oh, that's because there was, there's been countless. So clearly this is now a, pa- this is now not just a pattern. It's a norm. Right. And you can clearly draw a link. So like being the, this old argument, what, the point I'm trying to make is yeah. like this old argument that these are one, like these are one-off incidences and, you can't I mean, it's to overreact and start restricting people's rights off of isolated tragedies yeah to me back even after sandy hook i was still like i just i can't get there Mm -hmm. completely banning ar-15s because of the actions of a select few maybe Mm -hmm. there are some things around the edges we can try to tweak to stop these things from Mm -hmm. happening but now it's just like they're happening in such regularity. You can't make that argument anymore. There is clearly, there is something more than just mental health. And I think that Connecticut Congressperson touched on it. He's like, we don't, 
he's like, we don't lead the world in mental health problems. We're yeah. not, we're not abnormal in mental health problems. Right. We have, we're abnormal in one particular area and we're the only country that is experiencing these. And what is that abnormality? And that's the, the easy, the ease of access to firearms. Yeah. So as much as it's an, it's a, is annoying to me that the only time these things get, you start seeing the people yelling about it is when these tragedies happen and then their momentum doesn't stick, doesn't stick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, where were you three months? Like, where were you three months ago? Mm-hmm. And I'll give Beto O'Rourke credit. I didn't see it. So he went and in, I heard like, he like crashed a party, dude. Legitimately crashed Greg Abbott. Like Cruz was there. Abbott was there. All of the high ranking Texas officials yeah. were all there getting a press conference. What and Beto, was he doing there? So he, I mean, he doesn't hold an office right now. He's running for governor of Texas. Wait. Oh, Beto O'Rourke. I'm thinking about somebody else. Sorry. Buttigieg? Yes. Okay. That's where I'm If confused. Buttigieg was there, that'd be interesting because he's a member of the That's administration. That's what I was like, wait, what was Pete Buttigieg doing there? That's what mm-hmm. literally, I got this too mixed up. Now I'm on the same page. Yeah. Gotcha. Beto O'Rourke got um, is running for governor of Texas. Okay. So it comes across as a little grandstandy. But okay. dude busts in right and like in front of cameras and all live television abbott is giving a press conference yeah he steps up and just starts calling out abbott on the floor yeah for me i'm like that's a bit norm breaking right how would we like it if yeah if one of our politics like one of the politicians that we we, abbott's a piece of shit right like none of like i don't i don't don't like abbott yeah right Okay, but how how would we like it if the norm became any time a politician Disagree. that one side doesn't like, yeah. you've got people crashing it, yeah. right? Okay, it's like, so is that a, is that Marjorie Taylor Greene does yeah, the same thing for sure, and we don't like it, yeah, right? We didn't like yeah. the heckling at the State of the Union, yes. So there's a time and a place for it. That being said, fucking kids are dead, dude, for sure. And Beto, I'll give Beto credit. He has been on he was he has been on tighter gun restriction and has been championing tighter gun restriction since he came into politics. Mm-hmm. There was that San Antonio shooting of uh, migrant workers mm-hmm. um, right on the border years ago. I don't even remember the full details of right. it. And then there um and he was that was when Trump was president and Trump was gonna be there to support his border wall while Beto was basically running like having a, a support march for members uh, like people family members who were killed in that accident yeah. incident and so like beto has been at the forefront and has continued the pressure so for me i don't necessarily i think that whether he was running for governor or not mm-hmm. whether he was a political figure or not this would probably be something that this was kind of on brand for him so like yeah. i don't for me i'm like i feel like i'm not being i this might just be a lot a long-winded justification for to justify my hypocrisy, but <laughs> I don't, I don't have a, I actually don't have a problem right. with it because I got to watch it. I mean, get out and go f- get out and fucking do something. Yeah. Like get out and do something. Cause clearly us, I, we're not putting the, we're not putting the right pressure. What is happening is not working. Like the solution, there's all the memes, they're all the one-liner bumper sticker things that points that people are making, and a lot of them are really great points, right? Like there was one that said, you know, uh, thank, let's thank uh, eight to eleven-year-olds for their sacrifice to protect the Second Amendment. I saw that one. Yeah. Fuck. 
and just things like that, mm-hmm. right? Or or the solution to gun, um, the 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 solution, the the not solution, but the counter to gun legislation is let's just train our kids how to hide uh, if there's an active shooter. Like that's the solution. That is the solution. I mean that that. Is Jake, you're about to be a dad. Is dude. that a, is that a solution or that's just? I mean, that's not a solution. That's yeah. not a viable solution. Yeah. Teach I, our kids to hide better. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. I went through a thought exercise. Okay. Right. So what is it? What's what's one of the things that you consistently hear? Um, the the it's not a too much gun things. It's not people trained in how to defend themselves problem. Jesus. So, I mean, right? The guns okay. in school. The guns in schools. Right. right? We're going to put gun. We're going to arm teachers. Yeah. We're arm administ- Cruz already said, let's put we're, officers on campus. We're going to arm administrators. Yeah. Okay. So, one of the main reasons why I think these people target schools is because it's a why these cowards mm-hmm. who want to go out and cause massive amount of. I mean, some cha- of the stories from chaos yesterday are disgusting. I mean, they want notor. I mean, there's got to be some level of anger, and they want the world to hear their anger. Yeah. Right. But they don't. They're afraid of pushback. Mm-hmm. So they're why pussies? They are pussies. They're cowards. Yeah. They're absolute. Com- they're complete cowards. Um, they're not going to military bases in, right. in doing this. Yeah, right. Exactly. So um, they go to schools yeah. because it's a soft target. Right. There's there are there. It's filled with a bunch of kids who can't who aren't going to fight back. Dude, kids. <laughs> Babies. Right. I, it, it's it's it. It is the most heinous. I, I. It's like one of the most heinous acts you can. I mean, think why of. do you think? And this is me always just fucking <laughs> comparing our whole real world to Star Wars. But when when um Vader, what's his fucking name? Anakin mm-hmm. goes into the Jedi Temple and kills kids. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. Like that scene is just like. Holy fuck, dude. Like, there's a moment, like, we all see, we all know he's going to become Vader, but it's that moment that gets everybody to go, Jesus, dude. It's pure evil. Yeah. Because you're you're targeting people who can't fight back. Can't do anything. They can't do anything. They're completely helpless. Yeah. So, if, say, you armed teachers. Yeah. And they're just going to move... Then now it's no longer a soft yes. target. Now it's no longer the softest yes. target. Okay. That anger is still there. Mm-hmm. That access to guns is still there. Mm-hmm. They're going. They're just going to move to the next softest target. Right. Is it a grocery store? Right. Is it a, a um, church? Is it a church? Mm-hmm. Is it a, a salon filled with Asian women? Yeah. Like that Atlanta shooter yeah. went and targeted. Like, is it? I, it could be. It's gonna. So you're just gonna put guns everywhere. Everywhere. Where did like? You can't arm everywhere. So that's not a real. I mean, it's just not a realistic. Mm-hmm. If you want, like, yes, we want them to stop shooting kids. We want them to stop shooting anyone. Ever, anyone. Anyone. Yeah. So it's just like there has to there has to be something. Like yeah. you look at uh, in in 1984, um, there was a a man with a semi-automatic weapon killed 20-something people in the UK. Mm-hmm. Right after that, UK banned the ownership of some automatic weapons. Mm-hmm. 1988, same thing happened in Australia. Banned what? Banned, banned, full, banned some automatic and fully automatic weapons. Completely bought them back and destroyed over 600,000 of them. Jesus. New Zealand. New Zealand, Just a couple yeah. years ago, did the exact same. The first time there was one, boom, out. We're done. Yeah. 
We're not worried. We are not allowing this to happen again. Yeah. There hasn't been a mass. The greatest country in the world. Yes, there has been stabbings. Yes, there has been. There has there. There is still crime. Yeah. In the UK, Australia, New Zealand. No one who's no one thinks that this is stopping the access to these type of fire to these type of firearms is going to stop crime. Right. It's lessening the extent and the deadliness of them. Mm-hmm. And then you can start working on the root causes of what cause of why people feel the need to go do right. these acts. But the immediate short term solution is take away the most potent tool. Yeah, absolutely. Like, how can you address or even consider addressing mental health, which no one is? No. But how can you do that when the answer to dealing with your mental health is more accessible and makes more sense to them than actually trying to seek out the help that you're not providing? For sure. Right? Grabbing a gun and committing some act that you feel is giving you some sense of whatever, Mm -hmm. gratification, whatever it is they're seeking, whatever it is that they're dealing with. That expression of murdering people is easier to them. It's an easier route than going and finding access to mental health care. So that should tell you there's mm-hmm. there's clearly a path that is being chosen. Mm-hmm. And there are some who choose to not get help. Yeah, right, right. Because their 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 mental health right. makes them completely paranoid and right. they think doctors and medication is meant to like control them. Yeah. I've I talked to these people. Right. And some people believe that the help that we're trying to give them is just a way to like brand them oh, and yeah. put them in concentration camps. I hear this kind of stuff yeah. all the time. Like you can't we can't make we'll we will never understand truly understand what drives someone to go shoot up a school no well i can't even comprehend it. any rational thinking human being can never understand that person's mindset like truly understand their motivation Mm -hmm. you can we can have we can try to or that linear thinking have like people try to psychoanalyze and come up with with whatever but it would be like us trying to understand quant like the quantum physics behind a black hole yeah like it it's it's beyond our comprehension yeah we cannot we cannot understand it so we can try to build up mental health infrastructure and mm-hmm. that might help some yeah but that's those are systemic issues mm-hmm. like that, those are not going to be wave your wand quick fixes mm-hmm. or things that happen with one passage of a, of a bill right those are long-term generational things that have to happen in order to f- to correct for generations of neglect of mental health mm-hmm what can be done with the stroke of a pen mm-hmm. and one done in one legislative session is restricting access to firearms. Mm-hmm. And 22 <laughs> year old me would never think the one who wrote his senior paper on gun ownership yeah. would have never thought I would get to this, Yeah, but you cannot ignore no. what is now a decade mm-hmm. more of consistent mass shootings increased frequency as well yeah yeah like you said there's more mass shootings than there are days of the year and it's not going to stop and and so it's like okay well what solutions would you like so then the next thing is you can't come up with anything that makes 
I hear this. Okay, well, then what makes sense? What isn't on the books now that would stop? I, this is the other argument of people mm. who are more likely to listen, who are more likely to, because there's some people who are never going to move off of, right, this is not a gun issue. Yeah. Those people, they're a small minority. Yeah. Gallup did a poll. It's still, like, unfortunately, well, it'll see. It'll be interesting to think if how things change after this most current one, but prior to these, this current round of shootings in Buffalo and uh, here in uh, Texas, Texas, yeah. Um, support for tighter gun regulation was at its lowest point since 2014. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was still hovering around 60%. Yeah, I mean, it's still pretty high. It's still pretty high, but yeah. if you think about it, probably everybody in most, the ma- vast majority of people in population centers versus you, it's going to be very um, urban versus rural. Yeah, for sure. Like sectarian. Uh, <laughs> I bet he's got a Trump flag. Yeah, he must. Um, <laughs> a very, it's going to be very fractional. And yeah, it's going to be very regional based about okay. where that where that where that is going to come from. So therefore, you would think that yes, sixty percent, mm-hmm. but how much of that percent comes from New York, California, mm, um, right. Illinois, Maryland stuff, where the tightest gun stuff, where the big populations already the tighter gun restrictions already are versus yeah. Texas, Mississippi, Alabama. Louisiana, which probably have as high of a percentage who don't want any gun legislation, like comparatively in terms of population to um, or percentage of voting base. Yeah. In the way that the Electoral College is set up, the way that equal representation is set up uh, in terms of senators, those people have no real reason to be pushed to make changes. Okay. So I'm just it's I, It's going to be really, really hard mm-hmm. to still get anything done. Well, and I'm thinking about like the, the on this individual state level, because of where we are federally with gun legislation, mm-hmm. which is pretty much not much, right? There's no federal intervention as far as like new legislation setting a, a bar. There hasn't been anything major, major passed on guns federally since the assault weapons ban of 1994 Mm -hmm. which then lapsed in 2004 so there really hasn't been anything so that's the bar right that every measure comes to and so i'm just imagining like more states restricting gun rights or access than others but what is that for what what does that do is that a case study so maybe oregon doesn't have as many mass shootings in texas because they refuse to do it but that's still people's lives. Yeah, I mean, but it's still one still happened in New York, and New York has some of the tightest gun mm-hmm. registration. So, gun what, what's the answer? People can still go if people can still across go across state. states. Yeah. Um, Especially in they're New York, not, they're all tight right there. I mean, they're not supposed like they're Cal- people in California, like other states, are not supposed to sell Californians guns. But what's stopping somebody from? I mean, there are still ways. Yes, it's harder. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what are like. Like what are like, so getting back to my point that I was making before I got yeah, off, got off on that. Ga- no, no, it wasn't your fault. I got myself off on a random tangent about the Gallup poll. I just wanted to share oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always the the people who I always end up hearing, maybe would be more likely to come to a compromise on on gun stuff. People who would shy more towards. Oh, I don't, yes. I don't think it's a gun issue. Okay. But I do believe that there can be some stuff that we can do mm-hmm. on the margins. Okay, whatever. Okay, so when we're talking to someone like that, someone with that mindset, and I talk, I've talked to people all over the spectrum on guns. I worked in the industry for years. Yeah. The 
people who you would could actually have a conversation with would say, well, what isn't on the books now that would actually help? Mm-hmm. Like what would, what would have stopped the shooter today mm-hmm. from what could we have passed that would have kept him from doing what he was going right. to do? Right. So, I mean, okay. So with that in mind, knowing what gun laws are on the books federally, I can't speak to what the individual state laws are, but Texas is pretty much free for all. Yeah. Uh, whereas Washington and Oregon have more restrictions than what's out there federally. Mm-hmm. But st- like Washington, you can't purchase a semi-automatic rifle until you're 21 years old. Okay. This kid was 18. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he doesn't have easy access to an AR-15. Mm-hmm. Does that stop him? I don't know. It might have. Yeah. He might've looked at it and been like, I don't have, like, I want to do more damage. So it's really easy for me to go and get this gun. So I'm going I'm going to go, I'm I'm going to, maybe that factored into his mindset. Who right, knows? Right. Like, right. We don't know what cause, what forces it causes these people yeah. to go do it. But I thinking if someone's thinking of cost benefit analysis, yeah. I need to do something and I need to do it quickly. And you've got easy, quick access to just go down to the local gun store, buy one. You're out Ooh. the same day with it. Yeah. If you add a 10 day waiting period on that, maybe he chooses to use something less effective or he maybe he calms down from that manic episode he had and can't and then decides ah well maybe it's not worth it or 3 years of cognitive development and ability allows him to mature enough to then process kind of what the fuck he's got going on in his noggin exactly so i mean waiting waiting periods yeah um the um raising the legal limit to 20 to 21 to purchase firearms okay um because i mean honestly i'm thinking about that okay so i i i would push back like well why are you limiting people's freedoms like you can't the 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 second amendment doesn't say uh, a well-regulated militia not being necessary to the security of a free state uh the right of the people of the people to keep and bear arms should not be infringed over 21 Right. I mean, over eighteen. Yeah. Okay, but we've all we already put yes age restrictions on other things. You yes. can't have a driver's like even alcohol, which is the fucking oldest vice mm-hmm. around. Voting. You can't voting. One of the most bedrock constitutional yeah. rights you can't do until you're eighteen. Yeah. Why is that? Because the argument is because you are not mentally capable mm-hmm. of making that important decision until you've reached a certain level of you're not of allowed age to maturity. fill out a fucking circle until you're eighteen. Mm-hmm. And that used to be 21 yeah. and they lessened it back and they, they yeah. dropped it down to 18. Right. So, I mean, well, then people are like, well, you can go fight for your country at 18, but you can't own a firearm. Yeah. There's a lot of people in foreign militaries who go and and join up and fight for their country who can't own those weapons. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, absolutely. And I don't see France or the UK slipping in, in, into, tyr- into tyranny anytime soon. Yeah. Like, does anybody really think that those countries are backsliding towards autocracy. Yeah. I mean, Emmanuel Macron just won re-election over mm-hmm. someone who was basically Trump in their country. Yeah. And who elected Trump? Like, and which country elected Trump? And which country is actually being, as democracy watchdogs, talking about backsliding in democracy mm-hmm. towards autocracy? It's not... It's it's the country with all of those guns that you say we need them to protect our freedoms. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, every... Every at this point, dude. Every argument I keep hearing mm-hmm. is just there is an easy, easy contradiction. You, can, I just don't see how you can continue to stand 
on this ever shrinking, like the gun, like the gun argument is a castle made on sand. It's yeah. like yeah. It, it has no foundation. Mm-hmm. It's eroding. And my the last thing is like I think the thing that makes the most sense mm-hmm. is that one of the most common ways in which because I, I hear I, I, the other I mean I hear the counter argument I hear is like well a lot of these guys don't go and buy guns they get guns from family um, members, from family members right. they get them from other sources okay well prosecute the hell out of parents yeah if you're giving if you if you're giving your kid access to firearms mm-hmm. you're just or you're just leaving guns out and about out and about yeah and they get a hold of one and they go and shoot up a school your ass should be criminally liable. Mm-hmm. I, I, I right. don't... It's going to deter... Hopefully would deter parents or adults, quote, responsible gun owners. I would sh- I would sure hope. Yeah. I, that, that kid that... Uh, the kid that um, did that mass shooting a few months ago in Ohio where mm-hmm. the parents, like, took off. Yes. they were going to... They were going to... Or maybe it was in Illinois. I, don't, I can't remember. Yeah, they, I were, remember. The, they were going to um, prosecute the parents and the yeah. parents fled. Yeah. They knew he was mentally disturbed. Yeah. They knew he had his schools had gone to them and being like, "Hey, like, homeboy's meh. not well. Like, this isn't okay." Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, here for your birthday, here's a Glock." Yeah. Jesus, dude. You can't have personal freedoms. <laughs> like, personal yeah. freedoms comes along with personal responsibility. Go, go read any. Can you recite uh, the Second Amendment again? Uh, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, mm-hmm. comma, uh, <laughs> the, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Yeah. That comma is important. It is important. I know. But I just think about, like, necessary for the security of a free state, right? And, like, think about think about our, our, our civil liberties, our rights as citizens of the United States. And we're just going to be cool with, like, people just being shot up all the time? Like, what about that? What about protecting those freedoms, the freedom to live? It doesn't fucking matter because you deserve to have your guns because of what? Because of what? It's your God-given right to have a gun? That sentence doesn't even make sense to me. Ultimately, it boils down to, I want it, so I should be able to have it. Oh, yeah. Until it affects me. Once your fucking kid is killed in school, we'll see how you feel about weapons. But why why does it why do we have to get there? Is it just everywhere all the time before people finally fucking do something? Yes, because that is not I maybe you know what? And I used to always think that that was maybe a human nature thing, but maybe that's just a fucking entitled American thing. Where we can't recognize a line or a threshold that we are we are getting either too close to or have passed to the point where we're destroying ourselves, backsliding in democracy, children murdered in our fucking schools. Like, what is it? Like Steve Kerr said, what are we doing? What are we doing? What, at what point do we say, okay, we can't keep letting this shit happen. We can't elect people like Donald Trump. We can't let children be fu- anybody and children be fucking murdered while they're trying to get an education. We can't... We can't even fucking get people to wear masks during a pandemic to protect their fellow citizens. Like, what is the line that makes people fucking stop and give a shit? I don't know if the United States has it. 
generally? I mean, I'm trying to think of a time. I'm trying to think of a time in our history where you could argue that we did. Mm. Maybe uh, during and right after World War II. Did what? Sorry. Had like that unity Mm. where we looked out for the betterment of each other. Like the collective we was more important than the I, Mm. like the singular I or my little or we like the small we, my Mm -hmm. little, my little in group. Mm -hmm. Now it's there are so many created enemies. Mm -hmm. It's the fucking Internet, dude. Dude, the internet's fucked. I mean, yeah. I know we've talked about that. At <laughs> yeah. Late, but it is fucking toxic. Yeah. It's it's bad, dude. Because I... You got a message the other day on... <laughs> Sorry. That's completely <laughs> off topic. But, like, the, the audacity of people to just, like, send shitty messages to people. Like, would they... Would that person say that to your face? Probably because of the culture of the internet. Say it to my face? Like, if we were in person? Yeah. Like, no. I don't think so. I don't know, Jake. Maybe. I think that we're there because of this internet. Because yeah. of the culture. Nobody gives a fuck. You're going to cry and bitch and moan about paying for a lollipop. <laughs> you can go and bitch about it on Yelp, right? With no repercussions. Instead, a company might say, we're sorry that you had that experience. Let us make it up to you. You're going to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you fucking take that same behavior in the real world, you'll get a benefit out of it. Yeah. I mean, I think there is a, a general problem with lawlessness. Yeah. From clearly, all, from all sides. Yeah. I mean, I, I the, clearly the MAGA bros like to point at. Yeah. Well, look at look at the lawlessness of the major cities. Yeah. Like it's homeless people rampant. They break into cars. Being being they're not they're homeless is not a fucking crime. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I mean, but burglaries that right. are that yeah. go unsolved, like for sure, just continued things that just are not being managed. Yeah, I mean, do you for the most part like. Part of the illusion of being in a society is that you you obey rules. Oh, this is a great transition into what I want to end with. But go ahead. Yeah, you you obey rules uh-huh. because without because at the core mm-hmm. you have there's like two re, reinforce like two maybe mutually exclusive maybe not mutually exclusive held beliefs. One mm-hmm. is that I will get in trouble if I don't do this. Mm-hmm. Two. If I don't, if I do this or don't do this, whatever it is, yeah, how does that affect the people around? Like, how does that affect the people around? Okay, me? and I think those are to what extent, um, to what, and then I think when because you live that way, there's an assumption that everybody around you, for the most part, mm-hmm. within your in group. The pe- um, which a lot of times that's the nation, right? Yeah. We're all Americans. For the most part, you can go anywhere. Growing up, this is the way I f- like I felt. Okay. Maybe this is my privilege as a white male, right? Right, because I think women and 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 minorities have probably never been able to feel this way. But I think you could you could go out, and for the most part, you could trust other people to follow those same rules, not even knowing them, right. I don't think I don't trust most people around me no, anymore because no. I feel like the fabric that has the fabric that has allowed like has made people that those two things, those two kind of reinforcing things. I will get in trouble yeah. and I care about the like I care about the Ooh, general people around me yeah. don't exist anymore. I don't think people one feel like they're going to get in trouble. Yeah. 
and you can blame all sorts. One hundred percent. That I'm backing you on that because that's part of my point that I was going to make. Is that you can you can basically do anything and not get in trouble yeah. for it anymore. And two is that I don't give a fuck about anybody else other than myself. Yeah. So I am guilty. One hundred percent guilty of both those things you just said. You're a better man and person and citizen in society than I am because I, say that, I see I see those things and that's how I operated in the trucking industry a hundred percent and it was always me like it's that um uh, uh the, the fucking land thing that we always talk about right if you don't if you're not uh capitalizing on the land or using the land to the maximum mm-hmm. then somebody else will right so in those jobs I would bust my ass. I would work hard and then I'd see people like fucking off calling in all the time like just leaving and then coming back the next day and like still having a job. So guess what I started doing? I saw where the bar was. Mm -hmm. I saw where I could go to and totally be fine. So if I'm not wanting to be there and people are being dicks to me, I'd be like, I'll be back tomorrow later and I would just leave. And guess what? No consequences. For sure. But that's on leader, the leadership of that particular for job, sure. for sure. To and to read to enforce that stuff. For and if sure. They're not gonna, and if you're not in that leadership, I mean, you're you're main. T- like, I feel like I feel like <laughs> job. I feel like what you do in your job in a private institute, like in a yeah. private institution, much different than how you okay. act okay. amongst. Thank you for defending in, in my a, actions. In a public in a public space, do you <laughs> think sure. I'm the I'm the model employee? Yes. I showed up late, like twenty minutes late every oh, day to fishermen. Could you? I was always late in my and then the trucking industry. Oh, I'm never yeah. late at my new job. Always late in the trucking industry because guess what? Everyone else was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if nobody's going to reinforce these things or enforce these things. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to do it and just like stress and kill myself? And you get the sucker's payoff. Yes, yeah, sucker's payoff, right? So uh, what I was going to talk about was, um, you know, repercussions. And you talked about that or punishments or, or, or anything. Like we see Trump getting away with all of these things. Nothing happens. Nothing has happened. Society, we've seen all these things um, see the bar, right? So we mm-hmm. see the bar and we see like, okay, these people can fucking act insane. We can storm the Capitol. That's a norm now. It's been broken. We've seen it. It can happen. So there's nothing holding those people back. Do you have anything before I get to this final story? No. Okay. Also, I mean, thoughts and prayers won't bring those children back, but I, I, it's devastating I don't. I, I can't even give thoughts and prayers. It, there's, I, there's so much that I wish that I could do, but there's. I mean, vote right. I guess. Fuck. What does that do? It doesn't bring them back. It doesn't change anything. They're, these are fucking babies, dude. They're babies. It's. I don't know. It's fucking. Like I don't. I don't get emotional about shit, but that was tough. And then you see their faces, and they're fucking babies, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this is like the first... I feel like this is the first real big one since you've been a dad. Yeah. Right? But also, they're brown babies, and that has something to do with it, too, for me. Yeah. Right? It's representation. You see people who look like you or who look like your siblings when you grow up sure. as fucking babies. Mm-hmm. And now there's parents crying and looking for their kids, giving DNA swabs so they can identify these fucking mutilated children by a murderer. That's disgusting. <sighs> but there's no... We're losing sight of, like, societal behavior. And 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just a Luddite and maybe that's who we are now in our age is just blaming the Internet. But there seems to be no regulation on the Internet and that is bleeding and transferring into the real world. Um, Someone. I work in a public space. Um, Very public space. We have people coming in all the time. Our building is highly secured. Mm -hmm. Security at all entrances. Cameras all over the building. Um, someone came, someone above me in the hierarchy of, of, of where I work came into my office and told me that an individual went up to the fifth floor and right outside the judge's chambers, shit all over, all over. So in my understanding of this, it was an accident. They there were there was an accident and to be graphic, it was a running accident. Oh, they couldn't hold it. They were up there, they got lost, they were looking for somewhere to go. It happened. After video was viewed, clearly intentional, not soft, nuggets everywhere. <laughs> Man. So this person yeah. went all the way to the top floor, mm-hmm. shit everywhere, then went all the way to the bottom floor to their court hearing. That's insane. Was he, he was he is is that a charge? Oh, I don't know if she oh. will be charged. Well, that's uh <laughs> My bad for for assuming. Why do which we assume gender. a man is gonna do that? That just seems like a very man thing. It to do. It does seem like a man thing to do. So I put my head together with my coworker, and we have come to the determination that if we put our heads together, we could probably get away with shit in almost anywhere without getting caught. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it. It's pandemic. Mm-hmm. Put on a mask. Nobody knows it's you. No mask was worn. Really? Yes. What a dumb dumb. Yes. And there's clearly cameras all Dude, over the building. Dude, it's the judge's chambers. You're going to tell me there's not. Like, how could you not assume? Right. There, oh, yeah. There are cameras and good cameras on every corner. There are no blind corners. No. There. Not in that building. Yeah. There was a, an abandoned, like, mini fridge mm-hmm. that the whole courthouse was emailing about, like, who says this? We need to get rid of it. Like, what facilities is going to come and remove it? Like, because we didn't know what it was. Like, anything out of the norm, mm-hmm. instantly flagged. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> the judges want, like, the extreme. Like, let's find this fucking lady. But, I mean, I know that's it's a silly story, right? Do you guys have, um, do you, do you have, uh, like, a security checkpoint with, uh, metal detectors and stuff. Oh yeah, you do. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. So do we. But poop's not made out of metal. Too. No, no. <laughs> I was gonna say like our because uh, we have to like our security guards have to do bag bag searches and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I mean they're fully armed and yeah. everything, so it's like nothing's really getting through. Right. Um, I've made a pretty I made pretty good friends with the like the main security guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they all qualify with the FBI. Like they're like oh wow which, they're like wow. legit. That's dudes. way more like high level than mine. I mean it's it's federal. It's federal. Yeah. So I mean Damn. they they're gonna, you, they're, they're gonna they're gonna waste ivory no. tower dude. No, fuck, kidding me. <laughs> um, the um, I'm just kidding. It's a great agency. The uh, um, 
the shit that they find. Oh, I, oh, I can't even imagine, dude. Dude, a guy the other day tried to bring in a like, had a steak, not wrapped. A raw steak. A raw steak, just in his in his backpack, and when they re- like they reached their hand in and oh, grabbed what scary and grabbed just like fleshy meat. Yeah, and we're like, what the hell am I gonna pull out? And they pull it out, and it's just like a steak the dude had just bought from Fred Meyer. And he was like, oh, yeah, I was going to cook that up later. Dude, just in a walk. backpack? In a backpack. Not wrapped, nothing. Just thrown into a backpack. Another, one of my coworkers. We're going to go colonize other fucking planets. <laughs> one, of my other, one, of my other, one of my coworkers who was sitting next to me when I was working in the lobby, he had a uh, – someone got pissed, right? Mm-hmm. And we have – now we do glass we have like bulletproof glass oh good and the only thing the only thing set like the only thing that allows us to pass stuff yeah. back and forth is a little tiny like mail slot dude thing. i need one of those i don't know like apparently that didn't happen until the pandemic matt said like back in the day it was like it was wild like, west wild dude. west like yeah. right across from someone and he said like matt had someone try to like pour their colostomy bag on him one <gasps> time because i got so pissed at him so uh. this so my coworker told the guys like, "Hey, sorry, like something about his his uh, his payment um, and his benefits." And the guy didn't like it, so he was he one he took a pen and was trying to like stab through it. Uh huh. He's not reaching it because right. we sit pretty far back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he, we had these big things of uh, of hand sanitizer. Okay. So he took it oh, upside no. down and, and started it at him? and was trying to like pump the hand sanitizer <laughs> through the little hole. Holy shit, dude! We we can bring counterculture back for sure. Clearly, um, so I just wanted to end on a lighter note. But I do think that don't get fatigued on this shit. Like something has to be done. I don't. We can't do it. It's our fucking leadership. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Welcome back. I would love to say that something is going to get done, but yeah. Fuck, Ted Cruz isn't the Senate. So. No, no, they don't care. All right, love you guys. Love you too. Bye. Say what you mean.